On December 8, 2021, the Bridgeton Area Chamber of Commerce honored individuals and businesses who demonstrate a hometown heart through their work sustaining and strengthening others. And it should come as no surprise that Billy Sharp, owner of Tracy's Corner, received one of the Business Hero Awards. Billy has owned a number of businesses in town, including operating Tracy's Corner, for over 50 years. Most significantly, Billy is a friend to everyone and devotes every day to ensuring that folks in town have affordable appliances and furniture in their Bridgeton area homes. In this episode, Billy shares with Meg some fun memories of growing up here in town and his view on what it takes to sustain a thriving business in our great city of Bridgeton. Welcome to the Bridgeton Beacon. Based in Bridgeton, which you know. I think you know. Welcome back to the Bridgeton Beacon. And Billy's here to chat with us today about his experiences as a uh, longtime business owner in town with a number of different businesses. And, and so, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. A Bridgetonian, too, I might add, was for many years. But, uh, yeah, this is our lovely little town of Bridgeton, which I love. And, uh, yeah, it's, I wanted to set up shop in a town where I, I figured I could bring services to and it would be uh, beneficial to the community and beneficial to myself. And I love doing it. Yeah. So I didn't realize Tracy's Corner, 50 years? It's over 50. Over 50 years. Yeah, it's over 50 years. And we're a merchant uh, that creates a lot of services. And uh, can we put this on hold for a minute? Of course. And what's up, hon? And we're back. Okay. All right. So I, I have a question about just going back to what you were saying how many years? 50 years? Yeah, it's over 50 years. You were not always at this location? No. Where'd you start out? I started out at 233 North Pearl Street. Okay. And a little, uh, it was a little uh, furniture store owned by Kay Gilbert. And she named Tracy's Corner after her granddaughter, Tracy. And I was uh, selling lamps wholesale to different furniture stores, and uh, we became very friendly, and Katie suddenly uh, died, and I bought the business from her daughter. Got it. And how many years were you at that location? I, I would say about seven, mm -hmm. seven years, something like that. Then we moved to 52 North Laurel, Mm -hmm. And we had a, the appliance store was on 100 Broad Street, West Broad. It's up there, the Eric's right by the post office. I, I, I know right where the location is. And wait, what was that there? Tra that We fixed our appliances there. Okay. All right. And so we had two locations in Bridgeton. Okay. And then, uh, you know, we opened up the canoe house. Mm-hmm and had the canoe house running and we had 
We opened up the zoo. We had a zoo stand, right. which we employed. I was talking to my friend Star, and she said you were her first boss. That's right. At the canoe house. I hired many of the Hedricks. They you were did. <laughs> All in need of employment yeah, they- at one time or another. <laughs> yeah, it was a great. It was great. But, uh, yeah, and everything was really, it was, it's a great little town, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, the park was thriving, and uh, Tracy's Corner was real busy. What year did you move to this location? Uh, I moved here in 1981. Okay. So I've been in this location since 81. Okay. So, uh, and, yeah. W- and what year did you take over the business at the original location? Uh, I was in 69. I'm thinking, I, th- I think it was about 78. Wow. 1978, yeah, 79, something like that. I got to look, I got to look back, but. It's impressive, you know, I mean, in, in today's day and age to have a, a business last, you know, a year, two years, three years, but to have lasted for decades, right? Five more decades is is really is really something and and you know i I wanted to have you on obviously because you you won this award and because you have you know you're a local business person that has contributed so much to the community but you know as i was uh thinking about you and things that we would talk about i mean everybody thinks of you as a friend and you have done so many wonderful things for so many people over the years Hmm. um it's it's really impressive. So that's, you know, I like talking to people that are what I consider beacons of Bridgeton. And I, and, and you, you've been at the top of the list for a long time. You've been a little squirrely trying to get you to sit down in uh, front of the mic. But well, I'm busy. I'm running around. I know. You are. You really, really are. And you're a grandfather now. Yeah. So that's a, a, a wonderful accomplishment as I well. I have two okay. beautiful grandchildren and then one on the way. Wow. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but this is something that I've always done, and I love helping people and working with people. And Bridgeton is a great community. Mm-hmm. It's changing, forever changing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I uh, welcome the change. The change is, is good. There's a whole new generation, new different people coming in, and uh, the hardworking Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, it's exciting. It is exciting. It, it is really exciting. is. Yeah. So you you uh, you were born in Bridgeton. Yes. Grew up uh, not too far from here, right? Correct. Yeah. And uh, what was it like as a kid in Bridgeton? Oh, Bridgeton was a blast. It, it was really every two weeks, Owens, Illinois would get paid, so downtown was crowded. All the stores were crowded. Mm-hmm. We. I could ride my bicycle over in the park and play. We played baseball there with a, had little league teams and Babe Ruth teams. And mm-hmm. there was always something going on. And I'd go to the Johnson Reeves playground and play chess. That's how I learned how to play chess. And we played baseball and, and I went to Bank Street School and I had all my friends that are still my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it was a wonderful place to grow up. Bridgeton High School graduate. 
Yes, indeed. And uh, and you and you stuck around, and that's that. That's something that you know. I had uh, I had interviewed Paul Ritter last summer, and we were talking about you know folks that you know that maybe left the town after high school but decided to come back, and the idea of you know what what makes a a business. Um, you know, what makes a thriving business or what makes a business thrive, I should say. And I mean, you're kind of, uh, you know, I'd ask you that, like, what do you think it takes in a, in a town like Bridgeton that, you know, and, and like many towns change over the years to, to keep something going for such a long time? Yeah. Well, you have to stand in the truth and you have to do good by people and people trust me. And I, you know, I, I take that personally. So mm -hmm. I try to do the best I can and explain to them the best I can mm -hmm. and uh, figure how to work it in their budget or, you know. Yeah, I've heard that from so many people about you. I mean, it's it's more than just having a business where you're going to make a profit. You're you're helping people who might not otherwise have a, a stove or a refrigerator. Um, and yeah. that, you know, is well, that has that contributed into you keeping the store open? Of course. Yeah, I love to do yeah. that. I love to help people, and uh, and all the people in turn that I meet and see, and you know, it's, it's just uh, something I love to do. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, everybody says the town's changing. It's gone. It has changed. But mm -hmm. it, I think every every town changes. Mm -hmm. You know, the building of the new uh, uh, hospital over here. The uh, what is that? Uh, complete care. Complete care. Right. Yep. Right. That's on the partly on the site of uh, my cousin Paul and Johnny's law firm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's a beautiful building, and uh, people are fixing up their buildings downtown. And I think it's. I think. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see. Yeah, it's I real think nice it's to going say. through a transition. It's a good transition. Well, you've been busy. I had to wait a few minutes here to. Get get our yeah, get, get set well. up, and I should say we are uh, recording here today at Tracy's Corner live on the scene. Yeah, so we might have to stop for you to the store to run of the, the store. stars, the yeah. store of the stars. Exactly, <laughs> you got uh, yeah. Oh boy, good view here today. So yeah, and every day I generally see somebody I haven't seen in a long time, and it's always rewarding to me. Mm -hmm. You know, have a little chat and. You know, at this stage of my life, what else do I need? I mean, really, I'm, God's blessed me with a lot of things. You know. When you think back over, you know, the course of 50 years here in, in town and business, you know, does anything stand out to you in, in terms of like a, a favorite memory or just something that, that, uh, that you look back, when you look back on all these years that, that uh, you think about or stands out or is there too many to get into? Yeah. There's a lot. There's, I mean, there's so many, and I'll see these young men and ladies now that are all grown up that I knew as kids, and I was friends with their parents and all the experiences we had. And uh, Bridgeton was a wonderful place to grow up and a wonderful place to uh, spend the majority of my life, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a good, wholesome community. I mean, they go, they're going through some real transition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you, um, you got this award and, uh, 
you know, I was I was reading a little write up uh, about you, and and there's a there's a lot of things about you that I think people probably don't know. The uh, organizations you're part of, you uh, you were volunteer president of the county fair board. Um, you part of the uh, Bridgeton Breakfast Rotary Club and got a club service award over the years. I mean, you've really you know, more than even just having a business in town, you've kind of devoted yourself to the community. I mean, there are a lot of people, I think, that like to look back on Bridgeton and reminisce about maybe how it used to be or things like that. But my focus, at least in the, in the people that I like to talk to and that I've interviewed here on the Bridgeton Beacon, is this focus of the people that are here now in town right now doing really, really good things. Is it just a love for the town? Is it a love for the people in the town? Be uh, a thing that you'd like to see uh, come to, back to town? Or is there, you know, is there anything like that that you want to talk about? Yep. Uh, Bridgeton is a win-win. The fact that it's, its location, we're not near a major road feed, but we're in the middle of a tremendous farm belt. And there's a lot of people here. There's a lot of opportunity in it. It's got a lot of beautiful land mm -hmm. around Bridgeton, a lot of unique places. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good, wholesome people here. The, uh, I mean, it's just wonderful. We have a wonderful park, one of the nicest parks in South Jersey for sure. And uh, I just enjoy it. I enjoy coming here. With, uh, I there's a there's going to be opportunity here. Things are going to start to. I mean, it might be different, and it'll have a different face to it, mm -hmm. but uh, it's going to probably be an agriculture something, I, I, I something related to agriculture. Mm -hmm. Whether they're going to, uh, the workers from agriculture will build the community, mm -hmm. but uh, if you look at our school system, the school systems are getting bigger, and there's mm -hmm. more people here, and. It's not a dying community. Right. It's it's just a poor community. Within an hour from Philadelphia, two hours from New York. That's why it was always jokingly referred to as Gotham, right? Right. But uh, yeah. uh, one of the things I chatted with Paul Ritter about was this idea that during the pandemic, so many people working from home were able to live in a place like Bridgeton and you know, maybe work remotely. Um, and one of the things that we he he had he had brought up was this idea of maybe better internet or broadband internet, that kind of thing. But but I think you're right. I mean, I think Bridgeton has always been known for its um, proximity to, to farmland and things like that. So things that that always made Bridgeton such a great place to, to live and to work and to, to, to be near um, still exist. Right. Right. And I, th I see a lot of... Uh Big nursery farms, it looks like they're getting bigger all the time. And Owens, Illinois was just sold. I guess you're aware of that. Yeah, we, you and I were talking about that. So yeah. uh, so that's going to be very interesting. Yeah. And, and you've got new investors coming from up north, coming down, buying up properties around. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going through a transition. And uh, I just think the community's always had a lot of character it's got some beautiful places yeah i just i think it'll i think it's going to come back i do
So let's talk about you a little bit more. Let's get into some some neat stories about you. <laughs> I, I've I've uh, I've had my ear to the ground a little bit and uh, heard some fun stories. Uh, and I don't I don't know um, what year did you graduate from high school. Let's start there. 1969. 1969. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a great year. A lot happening in 1969. Yeah, there was. The war was coming to an end, but it was still pretty hot and heavy. And uh, a lot of my friends were drafted. And yeah, it was it was pretty interesting time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, you know. did you always know that you wanted to? Be a business, a local business person, or how did that how did that kind of transpire for you? No, or was I, it just the opportunity that you talked about a couple I, of minutes ago? I was working when I was young at nine nine ten years old. I was working with my father at Caltown, and we and my two brothers, Mike and Merle. I'm the middle son, and we've always worked and we're in sales. And I knew that I could open up wherever I want to open up, and that if I find I'll do a market study and see if if I could benefit the community and that I think I can make a living there where I should go. And I love Bridgeton, so I mm -hmm. I thought so you why were training not? to do this at the age of nine. Yeah, I was. <laughs> that's right. I was trained with uh, Claire Miller and uh, Joey Priola came. He had training there because uh, he came and worked with us. Jack Neff okay. uh, worked with us and. Uh, yeah, Claire Miller's. Uh, so were you up there like every weekend, or how, how did every every weekend and every Tuesday? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so when I'm 17 years old, I'm already selling lamps to all the furniture stores, and I studied the market, and I liked antiques, and I like to buy and sell antiques, and I got really involved. We were big selling buying used furniture and we uh, but then you know after so long in the used furniture and buying and selling because we were in an area that you could sell used furniture but then they had a situation with the bed bugs and we never had bed bugs before so I, I got out of the used furniture scares business. people yeah, yeah I know it scares me yeah so I sell used appliances, which are still big demand. And I'm, I I think we're going to get into the scratch and dent business, too, where new appliances that have been damaged, we're okay. going to buy them. And because a lot of people, That's the great. price of everything's going up. Yeah, there's going to be a I mean, half the time you bu I buy an appliance and it's in my house for five minutes and it's got a scratch or dent in it. Right. <laughs> so. That's right. That's my logic, too. So that's so going to be the newest trend. Yeah, that's going to be the newest trend. Thanks again for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen.